beautiful people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Cause it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. Hello and welcome to Smut Club. Hey everybody. Hope you're having a good day. Um, we're here to talk about smutty books. We sure are. I'm Hannah. I'm Chelsea. We are both therapists and we read a lot of smut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, so like we're we're still in January in 2022 when we're recording this episode. Um, the end, it's like February starts next week. How many books have you already read this year? And how many of them were smut? Uh, I mean, all of them were smut. Valid. Um, uh, 31 books this year. Holy shit, Hannah. <laughs> you, like, you mm-hmm. have read a book a day and we, over a book a day. Mm-hmm. To be totally fair, to be totally fair, I was already, like, three quarters away through three books at the start mm, That'll the do year, it. Yeah. You know? So that really put me over the top. Well, I mean, I thought I was doing pretty good and I'm at 19 books for the year. That is pretty good. What did you set for your reading goal on Goodreads? 300. So here's the thing. I've read over 200 the past two years, but I also don't like to put that pressure on myself because mm-hmm. then I'm like, I feel like then when you're like, oh, you're behind schedule, then I get stressed out and feel like I need to read quicker. And then I'm like not actually reading for enjoyment and I'm just mm-hmm. reading because I'm stressed out and have this goal to meet. Yep. So last year I had set my goal is 52 books. And so I was like, okay, a book a week feels very reasonable. And then I read like 204 books. <laughs> And so this year I set my goal to 150 books, knowing that I would probably still go over, but just like not stressing myself out about it in the process. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I set my goal for 200 books last year and then wound up reading like 330 something. So I was like, let's just go with 300. If I don't meet it, that's fine. That's still a fuck ton of books. Right? So. And I, like, honestly, my husband says that all the time. I'm like, I'm behind on books. And he's like, (laughs) the fuck you mean you're behind on books? Behind who? Right? Especially, like, when I, like, I have to keep it in perspective. Like, I look at my friends reading challenges on Goodreads, and I'm like, cool. They said 12 books. They were shooting (laughs) for one a month. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, I've only read 19 books in January. (laughs) And my husband's like, you need to get the fuck over yourself because— Probably calm This down. is not a problem. Mm-hmm. So that said, today we are going to review Neighbors by Stylo Phantom? Phantom? Bless you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I've always read her last name. I'd love to know how to, I mean, the E on the end has always made me say Phantom. Um, it's a fun name. I mean, Neighbors. It could be Phantomy. Oh, fancy. I know. Phantomy. I'm, I don't think I'm going to say Phantomy. Like, that's not what I'm going to default to. Sure. To be fair, I don't really know if I need to mention it again, but. Probably not. Stylo Phantom. So that feels like, I don't know, I don't remember the word for it, but you know where you have a bunch of letters and then you make up words from those letters? Anagram? Maybe. It feels like you, one of those. Like, her name is actually, like, Stacy. 
Phipps or something. I know none of those yeah, letters, those letters don't really <laughs> match, but we can definitely have a dedicated episode where we look into this and see some more. Okay. Um, cool. All right. So this is, the book is Neighbors. And this is a love triangle book. We haven't, we haven't Ooh. had a fun love triangle yet. Okay. Also, it's kind of a love triangle. It's kind of not a love triangle. You'll understand as we go through this journey. So the three main characters we need to familiarize ourselves with. You have Katya. She's the main love interest. She's 23. She's a professional baker. Because, you know, she's like, I went to culinary school. And, like, then I, like, had this internship. And now I'm, like, in charge of their bakery. And I am, like, a small celebrity baker in San Francisco. And there's, like, at least a a several-month waiting list to get my baked goods. Not a euphemism, but it also can be. <laughs> so, sure. We'll, we'll get there. Then we have Liam. He also goes by Eden. His last name is Eden Hoff, and people call him Eden. Well, that's really confusing. Right. So you have Liam. Katia calls him Liam, but everyone else pretty much calls him Eden. And then you have Wolfric Stone. <laughs> we all y'all, I struggle saying woof. I really Wolfric. Wolfric <laughs> Stone. I nailed it. And if you want me to say it that slowly every time, I I think I can so properly I just, pronounce it. I just okay. So say wool. Wool. <laughs> wool. <laughs> Y'all legitimately. So I have to drive a little over an hour to get to Chelsea's house. And the whole way here, I was trying to think of ways to coach her to say the word wolf so that we could get through this without me dying. I think we just have to commit to me saying wolf. Or you're, we're going to have to commit to me going wool. Every time I say it, and that's going to be a process. So, woof, okay. woofrick, okay. woofrick stone. Carry on. Um, he's a real estate mogul. <laughs> so, you have Katya. She's a professional baker. Woof is a real estate mogul. I forgot to mention Liam is a sex club owner. Naturally. Um, it's called The Garden. <laughs> His last name is Eden. You see where we were all so clever. Um, and we will learn more about them as we go. So we we open up and Katya's like, I'm single. I need to make a dating profile. I'm sad. I don't know. I just like need some, whatever is happening in my life. So she like makes a dating profile on Eros, the dating site. Mm. And it's kind of like, is this what my life has come to? And mind you, like, I feel like this this book... I, I need to check the publication date, but I feel like it was pre as common as online dating is now. And like mm. the way we all like view online <clears throat> dating now, like hell, I met my husband on Bumble and I feel like that's a common tale these days. Like no one, yeah. like it doesn't feel like it's like a, a, a spicy detail anymore when you're like, right. oh, I met, my, I met my husband or I met my partner online. You're just like, oh yeah, like everyone meets online these days. We're in a fucking pandemic. How mm-hmm. else are you going to meet people? To be fair- I married my husband several years before the pandemic, so that's not why we met on Bumble, but we did still meet on a dating app. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, I met my husband in rehab because we were both working there. Well, you were both working there, but lest <laughs> we forget that your husband thought you were a patient. He did. He did. It was my first day, and I didn't know where to go. And he asked me who my therapist was. And I was like, I am one? I am the therapist. And he was like, oh, you're the new girl. And that is how I met my husband. 
What a love story. I know. It's really magical oh for everybody. Okay, so <laughs> y'all met and it was magical. It was. And you weren't a patient because that would have been a lot of ethical issues. A lot of them. Um, yes, correct. Yes. So Katya makes this profile and then mm-hmm. is like, what does my life come to? Shuts her computer. Her roommate is like, I'm going to be helpful. And so she opens her computer and updates her dating profile to be like, I love strip aerobics and pole dancing and like really makes her sound like more of a party girl than she is. Is any of that true? Is she into strip aerobics? No, she wears a lot of chinos and Donna Karen. Chinos, a 23-year-old girl wearing chinos. And like white ivory cashmere sweaters is kind of like, she's like very like- Buttoned up. Yes, very buttoned up, very conservative. Mm. So this profile is not congruent with who she is as a human. Mm. So Liam sees her profile and he's like, oh, I live in there, the her apartment building. There, there are two apartment buildings that are identical. And she lives in one, he lives in the other. And he's seen her in the lobby. And he's like, holy shit, that's my neighbor. And he's sitting there with his business partner, Richard Stone, who's like, no, wait, Richard, Richard Mason is the business partner. Mm. So he's sitting there with Richard Mason, who he calls Ricky throughout the book. And he's like, holy shit, look at this girl. Look how hot she is. And he's like, yeah, cool, fine. Like, whatever. She's a hot girl. Like, tell me if it's worth it. I don't give a shit. Dime a dozen. Yeah. Yes. So Liam then, like, waits until he sees Katya in the lobby and, like, asks her out. And is like, oh, like, I saw your dating profile. And, like, honestly, I probably, like, I thought you were cute, but I wouldn't have asked you out before then because, like, you just kind of seem buttoned up with your, like, pearls and cardigans and she knows. Sure. So then she's like, what do you mean? Like, don't underestimate me. So, like, yes, like, let's go out on a date. Even though, like, at the same time, she's like, I don't do strip aerobics. I could kill my roommate for updating my profile. But then, like, every time he's like, yeah, I wasn't going to ask you out because, like, you don't seem like the kind of girl who's into the shit I'm into. She's like, don't underestimate me. And so she agrees to go out with him. And then when she's getting ready for the date, her roommate is straight up like, is that what you're wearing? And she goes, it's Donna Karen. So like, that's our energy. Yikes. So she goes and meets Liam in the lobby and he's like, I own a club. And so she's like, okay, like, like I'll go to the, I, like, I want to see your club. And she's like, is it like a book club? Is it like a dancing club? Is it like a discotheque? Like what's happening at this club? And he's like, I own a sex club. Oh my stars. Right. And she's like. And he's like, is that, is that too much for you? <laughs> and she's like, don't underestimate me. So I just want to, I just want to be clear. Chelsea has some notes for this book open on the table right now in front of her. And in don't, all don't, caps, No, no, no. You'll no, ruin it. Okay, you can't get okay, there yet. I can't. Well, I'm already there. You're already there. So but just get But there. no one else. Okay. Well, so they like, she goes to the sex club with Liam and then like, Pretty much every few minutes, he's like, we get it. Like, you proved it. Like, you're you're, you're cooler than, like, I gave you credit for. Like, you don't Calm have down. to commit to this. And right. she's like, what do you mean commit to this? I just, like, want to experience all these things. And so then he's, like, showing her around his sex club. And they start, like, going at it in one of the booths. And he's like, why don't we go into my office? And I can, like, have someone bring us drinks. And she's like, no, I want to stay out on the floor here. And so then she's, like... He's stripping her and he like pulls the partitions closed in the sex booth of the sex club. Also, for the record, they're only allowed, it's a, it's a multi-floor club. It's two floors. They're only allowed to bring one alcoholic beverage down from the upper right. floor. So there's right. only water served. 
in the sex clubs that everyone can make appropriate decisions. Right. Which is, is accurate. Yes, it yeah. is accurate. And I actually really appreciated that. But like he pulls out, he's like, oh, here's like my, my bottle of tequila. Like I keep down here. That's mine. It's like, but like he does ask, he's like, so like how much have you had to drink? Like on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel? She's like four. I'm like pleasantly tipsy. And he's like, okay, so like you aren't going to like regret all of this tomorrow or like not remember any of it. Right. Well, that's nice. Right? So, like, there is, like, I'm, like, there is some consent conversations, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. We love consent. <laughs> we yes. do love consent. So, they're going at it. They bone in this booth. And then, like, somehow her ass gets involved. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I, I could have worded that better, but I also could have worded it worse. <laughs> that's not an accident. <laughs> I mean, so I feel like every... Every girl who has hooked up with a guy in college has experienced them telling you that it's an accident. It's not a fucking accident. So, no, but she, like, her, like, I forget if, like, he mentioned her ass or if, like, she mentioned her ass. But, like, at some point they were like, oh, like, that'd be, like, a future date. And she's like, you don't know unless you try. And, like, so then suddenly this girl who's a prude and has, she's like, I've had sex with two men and sexual experiences with four men total in my life. Um, is getting railed in the ass by Liam Edenhoff, the Garden of Eden, at the sex club called The Garden. And that is what is in all caps in Chelsea's notes. It just says <laughs> anal with an exclamation point. In all caps. In in all caps. I felt like it was important and I needed to remember to mention it. And it takes up like three lines of text. Like, it's okay, large. It's a dotted page. <laughs> it's, it is not, like, three full lines. It is three full lines. Those would be some small-ass lines. That would be smaller than college print paper. <laughs> oh, well, then it's fine. Carry on. Yeah. It's, like, two and a half lines of college print that just says anal with a giant exclamation point. Okay, so there is that. So then, like, the next morning, <sighs> Katya wakes up at Liam's place, and, like, they, like, went back to his place, kept fucking... She is hungover, still a little drunk, whatever. He, like, kisses her goodbye. Like, it's, like, let's, like, well, I'll see you when I see you kind of kind of energy. Right, and like, then, a, let's do this again, kiss, kiss, bye. Yes. Yeah. And so then, like, the next scene is kind of, like, the next few scenes are, like, Katya kind of processing and, like, Liam processing. So, like, Katya's kind of, like, talking to her roommate and being like, oh, like, what? what's, am I into this? Like, I can't believe, like, this is so out of character for me, but I also was really into it. So, like, is this really out of character for me? Do I need new clothes that aren't Donna Karen to represent who I am as a human? And then, like, Liam is talking to Ricky, and, like, they're like, how did the date go? And Liam's like, yeah, like, I think I, like, want to see her again. <laughs> Obviously. One would hope. Right. Like, well, and there's also this whole dynamic where, like, he will keep making comments, and then she's like, stop underestimating me. But then, like, she'll, like, make slightly self-deprecating comments, and he's like, stop putting yourself down. I'm like, but also, like, you kind of keep unintentionally putting her down by, like, all of these assumptions you've made about her as a human without conversation. But that's, you know, a, a, a tangent. I just, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I felt kind of strongly about it when I was reading it because, like, there's really, she's like, stop underestimating me. And he's like, I couldn't believe how, like, effortlessly sexy she was but then like she'll make comments and I'm like so are you under are you only underestimating her sexually like I think that's what I was really trying to figure out but that's 
that's not really gonna, we aren't gonna do the full review on that thought process. So then Katya is telling her roommate about the sexual experience with Liam over the phone while she's at work at the bakery. Sure, that is the place to talk about having accidental anal in a sex club. Yes, your first time having anal on like a kind of date with a stranger. Like it really just seemed Mm -hmm, like a mm -hmm. dare more than a date. So while she's working, while, while Katya's working at the bakery, like the the door chime sounds and then in walks in her childhood neighbor, Woof. Woof Rick Stone. <laughs> Woof Rick Stone. <laughs> Nailed that shit. <laughs> you really did. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. So he walks in, but it's kind of like, He's, like, on his phone and not fully paying attention. And, like, she sees him and is, like, holy shit, this is, like, my childhood neighbor who, like, I had a crush on. And, like, I used to, like, creep up my window when he was swimming in his pool because I thought he was, like, the hot older guy. And he's, like, six years older than her. But, like, he's not fully engaged when he's there. And then he's, like, oh, like, I, like, need to place an order. And she's, like, cool. Well, like, we have a wait list. So if it's, like, my like my wait list is at least three months out. And he's, like, wait, what? Like, well, I guess our event is actually in five months. So that's fine. But, like, kind of seem, like, surprised by that. But, like, doesn't really acknowledge that he knows her at mm-hmm. all. Like, she recognizes him. And then is, like, getting more and more frustrated because he's kind of being, like, flippant and dismissive. So, Woof, because that's his name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Woof, <laughs> like, they, like, place the order. They leave. And then his assistant walks back in with, like, a business card and is, like, be here at 7 p.m. And she's, like, what? And she, like, is this about the order? And the assistant was like, no, this isn't about the cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Meet him here at 7 p.m. And so she's like, okay, why wouldn't I? So um, because of all the true crime documentaries that have ever been created, that's why. Right? I'm yeah. like, I really, she's a little too trusting. Yeah. I don't think it's related to her Donna Karen apparel. I don't know if they're not related, though. <laughs> So that's what I'm considering. Fair point. I'm sure it's no surprise. She shows up to the bar at 7 p.m. to see Mm -hmm. him. And like, once again, like, he's like kind of engaged with her. And it's like, he'll like put his hand on her thigh. But then like, he's like on his phone and like kind of looking around, like seems bored when she's talking and like not really into the date. Honestly, he's like low-key a dick throughout the date. But she's just like. I, like, could feel my panties getting wet. Like, she's, like, they're just, like, this, like, tension building between us. And I'm, like, really? Because, like, you, it seems like he's, like, not that into it, even though he's the one instigating all of this. So it's a right. little bit confusing. And Sounds then, like some, like, low-key gaslighting. Like, a little. Like, it's not, I wouldn't say it's, like, bully romance at right. all. But it's, like, definitely this, like, weird dichotomy where you're, like, He's just a dick to you. Why are you so into this? Mm-hmm. So then he drives her home and just like drops her off. And she's like, okay, well, like, uh, what what the fuck was that? Because she's like, why are we here? What are we doing? And he's right. like, well, like, this is, most people would call this a date when they like eat food. And she's like, I thought this was about a bakery order. Like, you didn't even acknowledge that you knew me. How was I supposed to know that this was a date? So he like drops her off very quickly and then she's like telling her roommate about it and then suddenly there's a knock on her door and like woof is there and like kisses her and they're like okay let's go like how how awesome is that but then she's like oh no there's two guys what am i doing and so then the next day she's 
leaving her apartment and down in the lobby, Liam is waiting there. And Liam has been waiting for her for a while because he never got her phone number. Whoops. That right? is, feels like an oversight on his part. So much so. <laughs> and then he's like, let's go for tacos. And he's like really into tacos. Like Liam's whole energy. He is obviously really into tacos, among other things. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, so like, here's like Liam's energy throughout the entire book is like, so we also find out he owns the apartment buildings that they live in. I, like they had, pre- they'd previously been owned by his aunt or someone, and like they were like left to him, and he is a twin brother or some shit. His twin brother is a doctor and isn't in the picture. Well, not until future books. There is a book about <laughs> his twin brother. Um. So, yeah, like he like owns these buildings that he kind of like happened into, then like had money, then like he'd been working at the sex club, then he wanted to own it. So he got like Ricky to invest. And so then he has a business partner, but like his entire like energy the entire time is like 32 year old slacker surfer bro who just wants to eat tacos and get stoned every day. Right. Like not really aspiring to much. Happens to have a ton of money because he inherited this and owns the sex club. Exactly. Right, right, right. So Liam asks her out for tacos and then Wolf is like, hey, you're like, we're going out again and like meet me on Saturday. And then she's like, oh no, what do I do? Like I said yes to both of them. In my head, I'm like, you could say no to one of them. Or you could say yes to both of them, babe. Like you have not committed to either one. Exactly. I'm like, I really feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. You like, if if you don't want to to say yes to both of them, don't. And if you do, Don't put this pressure on yourself that, yes. like, you don't owe either of them anything. Like, you aren't in a relationship with either of them. Sure, you had anal in the sex club <laughs> the first time you met Liam. You don't owe him a relationship. You don't owe anyone anything. So your wild oats, babe. Like, do your thing. So while she's hanging out with Liam on their, like, taco date, she, like, says, like, <laughs> hey, like, I'm seeing someone else. Like, I just, like, wanted to let you know, like— it's, it's super new. We've only gone out, like, once. We're going out again, but, like, it, it's super new. And then, like, he's like, cool. So what do you want to bone? And she's like, well, like, I, like, feel, like, conflicted about this because there's this other guy. And then he's like, I'll keep it strictly vag. <laughs> you know, the true gentleman <laughs> that he is. Um, so thoughtful. Yeah, he's like, I'll keep it strictly vag. Like, we don't need to go anal again. I'm like, so then it's fine. What a generous offer. <laughs> but he seems like a generous lover, to be totally honest. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, thanks, but I, I, I think we'll pass this time. So then she goes out on the date with, with Wolf. And like, once again, he like, he's kind of a dick. Like, it feels like he's like negging her throughout this date. Like, I'm kind of like, what is this like passionate romantic tension between y'all that like, you like, he just kind of seems mean. Yeah. But you also seem into it. So live I mean, your life. I am not here to judge people's no. degradation kink. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're into that, you're into that. But like, that needs to be a conversation. And I think that's like the thing about a lot of these books. It's like, it's not a full conversation. And they do even say, like Katya mentions in this book, like later on, she's like, oh, Liam always like, 
is hesitant to touch me and you like whenever like he's about to do something like he like makes eye contact with me like asking for permission and she's like woof just kind of like takes what like he's like what is his Ugh. and so yeah like there's like kind of that relationship and so like she mentions that like there's another guy as well that she's been sleeping with because she's trying to be upfront with both of them and then honestly I don't really fully remember all of the details she he like makes a comment and then like she goes into the bathroom and then she's like I'm like I want him and I just am feeling the sexual tension with him so she takes off her panties in the bathroom okay yep and then she walks out of the bathroom and like hands him her panties and is like, these are yours. Like, I'm I'm into this. And so That's it, one way to do it. But I also guess. it's it's like the restaurant in the ground floor of the office building he owns that his offices are in. So like getting there was very little effort for him. Not that it needs to be effort. I just wanted to make note of that. Like he just went downstairs from this his office special. to get to this room. Yes. But he tells like the GM of the restaurant, like, hey, we need the room for 10 minutes. For 10 minutes. Yeah. I specifically remember noting. For 10 like, minutes. We need the room for 10 minutes. I'm like, well, that's a little bit of an insult. Well, yeah. I'm like, okay. So so we've already established that apparently Liam is a generous lover. And Wolf here is like, give me a cool 10. He's, to, to his credit, he's still generous, just more efficient, I guess. <laughs> Well, when I think of hot, sweaty sex, I think of efficiency, so. Well, yeah, because it's like a high-intensity workout. You get that heart rate <laughs> up quickly. We're into HIIT. Thank you. <laughs> so then he's like, all your, like, she, like, had given him her, her panties, and then she's like, he's like, all of your panties belong to me. Like, you belong, like, just very, like, we're a thing now, and, like, you're mine whenever I, yeah, like, yeah. very, very possessive. But then, like, making comments, like, would would the other, like, would he have fucked you on the table? Like, making comments of that capacity where you're yes, like. Yes, Liam would have. He owns a sex club. Like, calm down, Wolf. Yes, he would have. Thank you for asking. <laughs> it, but I don't think that's the answer you wanted in this situation. So you set yourself up for some disappointment, ultimately. <laughs> so then Liam gifts, after, after this date. I don't really remember exactly when in the timeline. Liam gifts Katya a key to the roof of her building. So that way, like, Mm. she can go up and, like, hang out in Stargaze. And, like, it's their place. Like, no one else has access to it. And so it's their special place for just the two of them to hang out. And so she's like, oh, like, how sweet and, like, wonderful is this? And then he's also like, hey, because it was in your bio, I went ahead and did you a solid and signed you up for for a strip aerobics class. Um. Candy with an I is the instructor. Yes. And yes, she did bone Liam historically. Sure. Um, because when she first moved to San Fran, um, she frequented the sex club before she found out that stripping was her real passion in life. Good for her. Yes. So now she's a strip aerobics instructor. And Liam has signed Katya up for this class. With his former lover. With his former lover. But That's a bold move. But like... Everyone is kind of Liam's former lover is his energy. <laughs> Good for him. Right? Like, <laughs> like their first date walking through the sex club, like, everyone was like, Eden, how you doing, man? Like, Eden, why haven't you called me? Like, everyone is, n- knows him in a sexual capacity. So, after the, like, he also, he doesn't attend the, the class. He's just like, I signed you up for this. And then drops her off at the class. And he's like, I'll pick you up afterwards. So after the strip aerobics class, she's in the shower cleaning herself up because she's super sweaty. 
and he like shows up in the women's locker room. Of course he does. And then I'm sure we're all surprised to hear they bone in the shower. I'm shocked by that. There is shower sex underlined with an exclamation point. You're not allowed to see my notes anymore (laughs) if you're going to ruin the surprises for everyone. You already said it. I did. I did. You're right. You did try and tell people about anal too soon. I did. I'm sorry. (laughs) It won't happen again. I just got excited. (laughs) So, yes, they have shower sex and like she's completely naked. And then, like, he's like, She's like, haha, it was so funny because his clothes were completely wet because his jeans were just around his ankles this whole time. And then we took the city bus back to our apartments. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. The jeans around the ankles just reminds me of a, a, a male toddler using the bathroom, like trying to pee. Like that's not like around his ass I get. You know, like just low enough, but around the ankles is a well, little bit. Well, it was aggressive enough sex that they they shimmied down from his ass <laughs> to his ankles. They shimmied because of the zhuzh. I get it. The I zhuzh get it. of the shower sex and the strip aerobics. So, yes. <gasps> okay. So, like, we, we kind of continue on this on this journey. Kachi is, like, hanging out with Woof, and, like, they're going on, like, lunch dates and, like, having fun. Very proper in her Donna Karen. Yes. And then, like, she's, like, hanging out and, like, bringing tacos to Liam, and, like, they have their, like, they have their late night. She sure is bringing tacos to Liam. <laughs> she is, definitely. <laughs> well, she's brought Liam her her tacos twice. <laughs> Are they carne asada? Fish. Oh my god! I hate everything. She brought her fish tacos. (laughs) I hate this euphemism so much. I'm so sorry. Also, all I can think of is like the intro to like Colt 45. Yes, yes. Good morning, ladies, with the fish market. Okay, so she like she Katya brings brings Liam. Tacos, not her fish tacos, just like real tacos. Like um, actual tacos. Actual tacos um, to him at work and like, and surprises him with, with lunch. And then like his business partner, Ricky's in the bathrooms. Like she still hasn't met Ricky, but like, he's like, oh, like, do you want to meet him? And she's like, oh no, it's fine. Like I didn't mean to interrupt. And so they, they kind of leave and like cute dates continue. Like, so Liam is way more of like the planner and Wolf is way more of like the I'm just going to show up at your place and be like, why wouldn't we be hanging out? Like, right. I'm free. You go with me. So why wouldn't we be hanging out? So like she shows up at her house and like for like Chinese takeout and like she gives him a manicure. So there are these like really sweet date moments between them. Mm. But I also feel like they weren't highlighted and represented enough in the book. So most of their interactions that we read about are all like, he's kind of a little bit of a douche and like kind of an asshole. But then there are like more of like like these montage interactions where you're like, oh, like I see where they're developing their friendship and their relationship. Well, but it doesn't seem like the intention is to be sweet. It seems like the intention is like the way you're describing it. It's not that he's like, you know what? I had some time and I was thinking about you. So I picked up Chinese so I could come over to your house. It was like... I'm free and kind of horny and was like, obviously Kachi's going to be free. I think it's somewhere between the two. Mm. Like, I don't think it's like a, I'm, I have nothing to do when I'm horny. So why wouldn't I be doing this? Right. I think it's like, he does legitimately like her, but just like the way he like processes and handles things. And like, you learn more about like, he had a lot of like familial pressures on him growing up and like his parents had a Nazi divorce and he had to like help support mm-hmm. his mom and like sisters 
And at one point in the book, he even says he's like, they feel more like my daughters than my sisters because there's like a eight to 10 year age difference between them. And like he he was financially supporting them for a lot Mm. of this. Um, But yeah, so like it it just kind of seems like he's, it's more of like just like name it and claim it. Mm. And just more of like, yeah, I want to see her. So I'm going to show up and obviously we're going to hang out. Feels like more of the energy than like, I'm horny and have nothing to do. If that right. difference makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yes. It does. So we like, we go on this montage of like, the, the, she's she keeps hanging out with both of them. I mean, is she banging both of them? Well, that's what I was about to say. She has started to turn Liam down and is like, I feel weird. Like, I don't really like think I like want to do anything else with you. I like, I don't feel like ethically, I feel like, not comfortable with the both of you. And like, I, I'm I'm developing stronger feelings for him. So I feel guilty, like more mm-hmm. of that sort of energy. I'm, I'm apparently team Liam because I did not like that. <laughs> I could tell. You're like, <laughs> you're like, fuck Wolf. <laughs> Actually, don't fuck him. That's the problem. Exactly. Fuck Liam instead. Apparently. Yes. So then like Wolf and, and Katya have a date planned and like he has to work late. So he, like, texts her and he's, like, just come up to my office instead. So, like, his assistant, like, lets her in. And then he, like, it's still, like, another hour or two. And it's just more of this thing where, like, Katya was, like, oh, well, if he was going to be late. She's, like, I mean, like, I went when he said go. But, like, I would have liked to go home if we weren't going to. But she's, like, yeah, really likes him. And it just kind of, like, goes with whatever he says. Mm. And then in his, like, office and a on the conference table in the conference room somewhere in his office. She, like, gives him a strip tease this night and then they, like, bone all over the office. Well, good for her. Because she learned all of these skills from the strip aerobics class that Liam signed her up for. Thanks, Liam. Right? Like, he's really coming in clutch for her sexual experiences (laughs) with another man. He is coming in clutch. What a giver. But not her clutch. Not her clutch. (laughs) Not her fish taco. (laughs) Not her prison purse. (laughs) Oh, no. That's what happens when you work in community mental health too long. (laughs) You refer to a vagina as a prison purse. Sure do. Woo! Don't (laughs) miss those days or those smells. (laughs) (laughs) Just owning that for what it is. Oh, God. You can't unsmell it, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Any of it. So, like, she gives him the striptease, and then, like, the next couple scenes, it's like, Katya gets home and her roommate is there and like in the middle of the day and she realizes like her roommate is unemployed and like lost her job but has been like lying about it this whole time and like has like felt bad and then Katya's like oh my gosh like I'm such a shitty best friend and roommate because I didn't even notice because I've been so like preoccupied with these bros so like let's drink let's have a great time let's like have a good night and yes and then she's like oh can you bake me that cake and then Katya's like no because the fucking oven in our apartment is still broken and I keep running our management company and I've even mentioned it to Liam and like nothing's happening and she's just like annoyed that she can't bake her roommate a cake because she's a baker she's a professional baker with a wait list who has reached so go to your bakery dumbass honestly I was like you couldn't have picked something up this is literally what you do Right. Like, I feel like you could have been more resourceful than you chose to be. But instead, you just chose to, like, get shit-faced with your roommate. And that's also a fine life choice. Mm-hmm. You you couldn't have cake. You had alcohol. So, like, th- we say as sipping our Boda box. <laughs> our dark Malbec, ripe, rich, and smooth. <laughs> Nighthawk Black. Argentina. 
um, BodaBox. We are not sponsored by BodaBox, but it'd be a lot cooler if we were. As we sit here and continue to drink from the box that also like y'all aren't here with us, but we have this box like within like arm's reach so we can (laughs) refill on the go as needed throughout our storytelling. It is pretty uh, vital to our storytelling at this juncture. It really is. Like, Mm -hmm. Like alcohol isn't a necessity, but it does make this more fun. By a lot, especially right. if you listen to the Master of Salt and Bones episode, you needed a lot of alcohol. You needed to more alcohol that. than we had recording it. Precisely. And yeah. I know that because halfway through recording it, I went, I wish I had another <laughs> alcohol. I wish I had another alcohol, not another drink, another alcohol. <laughs> I mean, oh, Chelsea. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. Well done. So very quick tangent, very early on dating my husband, he had texted me and was trying to say tomato, tomato, but because of the same (laughs) spelling, I just read the text as tomato, tomato. And then I was so confused. Like, why did he just text me tomato, tomato? And then I was like, oh, he was saying tomato, tomato. I get it now. But yes, if you ever see it in in print, it never makes sense unless they add an H in the second one. Oh, I have seen that. That did help. But if you just see tomato, tomato, no one reads that and is like, tomato, tomato. I knew what they meant. No, you read it as tomato, tomato, and then you're confused. (laughs) So apparently it worked for him. So Right? All right. Going back. Carrying on. Um, Katya is getting shit-faced with her roommate, Tori, because Tori lost her job. So she's trying to make her feel better. And she like calls Wolf incessantly. And he like, he's like, you better be done. Like picks up like after like the seventh time, he's like, you better be dying. Like, what the fuck? Why do you keep calling me? And she's trash. And she's like, I, I miss you. And like, I'm, well, I'm going to see my family. And her family lives like two hours away. And Carmel, Carmel, Carmel. I don't know how they pronounce it in California. I know different cities pronounce that city differently. So Carmel feels the most biblical, (laughs) which isn't really the vibe of this book. And Carmel feels the most delicious. So (laughs) So, dealer's choice on how to proceed. (laughs) But she's like, she's like, you won't even see me for five days because I'm going home to see my family. But she's like trash when she's like calling him. So then like the next day, Liam stops by her place and is just like checking on her and hanging out. And she's packing frantically because she's like, I need to, I need to get ready. I'm running late to to head back to my hometown. Imagine she's a bit hungover. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she she's hungover and just kind of frantically doing all this. She does ask Liam to hire her best friend Tori at the sex club because Tori has a lot of hospitality experience. <laughs> and, so, and if there's one thing that's really important at a sex club, it is hospitality. Well, also, I'm just going to say, like, she ends up thriving and loving her job there. Good for her. But what really made me laugh was she was like, he was like, well, like, I'll start her, like, upstairs. Like, we don't start, like, on, like, the actual club floor. Like, you start in, like, the bar upstairs. And then Tori in the future is like, please, I was up there for five minutes. But once it was clear, like, I have, I'm, like, a great waitress with a great rack. And I'm, like, good with a till. They move me downstairs. And I'm like... Good with it too. I was like, to hand out water? <laughs> what? Because that's all that's happening downstairs. You don't need a waitress downstairs unless you're handing out water and condoms and lube, which they have in each of the table booths. So you shouldn't need a waitress right, for that. Right, right. Unless, I, I mean, could you, could you order off the menu if you wanted a butt plug or something? Like what? 
I don't remember a menu in the book, but that would be a great addition to the sex club. And honestly, sure. Tori thrives so much. She ends up like becoming the GM of the her. So like if anyone created a menu that had butt plugs on it, it would be Tori <laughs> bringing that to the table. Mm. Really well done, creating Tori. her own job. Mm. Good for her. Yes. We love Tori. She's a great hype woman. She's a great best friend. She has a future book. Plot twist. It's the book about Liam's twin. Yes. And that one is a journey. Holy shit. I forgot all the, like, I'm pretty, like, there's, like, some human trafficking in that one. It's a, it's a journey. We'll review that at a future date. So, (laughs) then Liam leaves. Katya's trying to get everything ready. And then Wolf suddenly, like, shows up at her door and is, like... She's like, I like, I don't have time for this. Like, I like, I need to like get a car because I forgot to reserve a car for my two hour drive. And he's like, you don't need a car. I'm driving you. And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, no, like I'm, I'm going home to see my family as well. So I told them I would drive you. And she's like, okay. And like, they get home and then like his mom has told Katya's mom, like, yeah, like he decided he was coming home after she announced that like she was visiting so, like, that's kind of sweet in its own, right? Like, there's not a lot of communication there. But then, like, in the future, she's like, why did you, like, come come with me? And he's like, because five days is a long time. And you're like, oh. Like, there's, like, these, like, kind of sweet moments. But the look on Hannah's face is, like, <laughs> these are not sweet. And she's still very— I don't very, like it. She's very clearly Team Liam. I don't like it. <laughs> but, like— well, and I think if I'm remembering correctly, Wolf's mom isn't even in town the first night. Like, he's like, oh, I'm going to go home and visit my family. But, like, she's not even, like, <laughs> his mom's not even there yet. Mm. So, like, Katya and her mom were going to go out to a nice dinner. And he's like, oh, no, like, that we- that restaurant won't do. I'm going to, like, cancel, like, that reservation and get us a reservation at this place that's, like, way nicer and way better and, like, the best place in town. And, like, trying in his own right and then she, like, sees him swimming from her bedroom window and then is like, oh, this is, like, all of my childhood fantasies when I was, like, watching him swim and thought he was super hot. But, like, he was 18 and I was 12. So, like, not a thing. Weird. Yeah. So, just, like, when, when it's a crush, that kind of energy. And so, she's like, yeah. oh, like, all of this, like, all of my childhood dreams could be fulfilled here. And it's like, she goes and joins him in the pool. But there's just, like, a lot of, like, is it— is it like this with the other guy? Like, is he like this with you? Ugh. Just in a way where you're like, so it seemed like you were okay with there being two dudes, but like the way you're acting makes okay. it feel like we're not actually okay with there being two dudes. And then Katya's mom is so excited that she's home and because they live in like the very rich burbs. Stop reading my notes, Hannah. I see you reading my notes and laughing. We'll get there. I don't even know which one you're reading. I'm hiding my notes from you at this point. <laughs> Hannah can no longer see my notes. Okay. She's laughing at all of them. (laughs) They're amazing. (laughs) I might take pictures of them in the future to share. Please do so we can post them on social media later (laughs) because they're fantastic. Well, so Katya's mom decides to host a barbecue because they're very popular in their neighborhood and everyone is excited to be invited to this barbecue. And because Katya's home, why wouldn't we? So then like, Wolf's mom helps host it because they're neighbors. So, like, people are going, like, between their yards. But then Katya gets, like, all kinds of jealous because she sees Wolf, like, with his hand, like, with his, like, arm around, like, this blonde girl. And she's like, who the fuck is this hoe? Like, not all about this life. In my head, I'm like, you have also been fucking Liam. So let's keep this in perspective. But she, like, is like, I'm not about this. Like, kind of keeps drinking and then decides to, like, go to bed early. And then Liam sneaks in through her bedroom window. 
Mm. It's very high school. Right. And he's like, oh, like fulfilling all of your like high school fantasies kind of energy. Then like they bone in her childhood bedroom, which like is a weird energy to me. Yeah. To be fair, my parents have moved so often that was never an option for me to bone in my childhood bedroom. But I don't think I'd be into it. Yeah. Right? No. So they bone and there's like, she like, she wakes up and she's like, oh, like he's not here. And then like he was downstairs making coffee and like talked to her mom. So like her mom knows he slept over and then like. Awkward. Yes. But it was also a big thing because he never invites women to stay the night at his apartment. He's only had one woman ever like stay the night. And so Katya never stays, stays the night. They never sleep together. And so it was a really big deal because he stayed and slept over after he snuck into her childhood bedroom. So she's like, oh, wow, like what's happening here? Like this is really progressing. And he like made coffee and talked to my mom and so on and so forth. And then like they, they are hanging out. She's drinking her coffee. And she like tells Wolf like that she has substantial feelings for him. And it's like, I'm like nervous because like, I think I like actually really do like you. And I don't really know what to do with that. And he's like, okay, thanks for telling me. And like, doesn't, doesn't really reciprocate. Kind of as is his way. And then they take a nap and they, they like fall asleep. And then when she wakes up, he's sitting there and like clearly looks like he has some inner turmoil going on. And he's like, I have a business deal in San Francisco. I have to go back. And she's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, like, no, that, that's fine. Like, no problem. And he's like, I'll send a car for you. She's like, no, like, don't worry about it. Like, I can get back myself. And he's like, I'll send a fucking car for you. That's what I said I was going to do. And she's like, okay, fine. I'll take, your, I'll take the car, whatever. Mm. So, like, it kind of leaves awkward and clumsy between them. He leaves. And then she just, like, doesn't hear from him. And so she's, like, hanging out with her mom, trying to stay busy. They're, like, hanging out and baking and having fun. She's, like, told her mom, who's always been a more conservative woman, that she's, like, seeing two men and her mom was, like, oddly, like, accepting of the idea. And so then she's, like, oh, well, like, maybe, like, I don't need to be as, like, uptight as I've always been. And, like, I've put this on myself. So she takes the car that he got back to San Francisco, but, like, still doesn't really, like, doesn't hear from him. There's no interaction or conversation between them. Then Liam decides to be really sweet because he's Liam and that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And he takes like a kiddie pool and like brings it up on the roof. And so then they can like sit up on the roof and like put their feet in the pool and hang out and have this great time. Hashtag team Liam. Yes. So like that's happening while Wolf is like ghosting her. Yeah. So has she tried to reach out to him at this point and he's just not responding? Yeah. She definitely like gets trashed and like is very upset about all of this. Like he's not responding Mm. to her. I'm sensing a pattern. Right. I'm getting trashed and reaching out to Wolf. Well, twice. (laughs) But. Feels like a pattern. One more time and it's a pattern. (laughs) And also for the length of a book, I guess twice can still be a pattern. So, like, she's, like, puking everywhere and, like, Liam Mm. comforts her and is, like, the sweet stand-up guy that, like, Liam is. And so um, I want to make sure I'm not getting out of order here. Yes. So then 
Katya feels really bad that, like, Liam took care of her while she was, like, puking and crying over another dude. So she, like, goes and is, like, talking with Liam, and Liam's like, I need to tell Katya that I think I'm in love with her. Because, like, I'm going to, like, shoot my shot. I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. And then, like, right as he's about to say it, his business partner calls, Ricky calls, and, like, they get into a fight. And so Katya's like, all right, like, I'm, I'm kind of leaving. Like, you have whatever conversation you need. <coughs> so then we move to a scene where Katya is at a wedding venue with one of her baking clients. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? Is there a more official name than that? I don't know. <laughs> Customers? Yeah, like... <coughs> A customer who had hired Katya to make her wedding cake, and this is, like, a super affluent customer. She, and it's, like, a customer, like, you're rooting for, for, I think her name is Lauren. She has, like, four kids, and her husband had died, and so she'd been, like, working alone and then met this man who had, like, obscene amounts of money and just, like, worships the shit out of her. So, like, I don't know if they have a book. I would totally read it if they did. I'm like, what what a fun little, I'm like, I'm really rooting for the side character here. So they're at the venue talking about the cake and talking about, like, where it will go and all of those details. Katya still has not heard from Wolf through all of this. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure we're all surprised that Wolf walks in to this venue. While she's working. While she's working with some business associates. And, like, they're doing their thing and she's doing hers. And she sees him and is like, what in the actual fuck? (gasps) Oh, my stars. Tell me, because I think I know. So she goes and is like, hey, can we, like, can we talk? Like, it's like trying to engage with him. And he's just like a straight up dick the entire time. Is he the groom? He's not the groom. Okay. He's, I really thought he was going to be the groom. Oh, no. <laughs> I really oh, thought he was going to be the groom. That would have been the. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, no. The coup de gras. Right. No, we are rooting for Lauren, the side character bride. She Noted. is not with. Wolf. Okay. (laughs) But, like, he's a dick, and, like, she's like, you, like, what happened? Like, where did you go? And he's like, I don't know what you want from me. Like, I met your mother. I was like, I've been kind to you. I drove you home. I let you fuck some other guy while we, like, this whole, like. I let you. Yeah. I let you fuck some other guy. Like, you were the dull girl next door. Like, goes so, like, essentially is, like, calling her, like, a naive slut. For all of this. And she's like. Naive slut feels like an oxymoron though. You know. And yet still applicable (laughs) to Katya. Because like she is very naive. Sorry if you guys can hear Brandon. He doesn't like the sound outside. Brandon is Chelsea's pug. Brandon is my dog. He he hears some sort of sound that he is not chill with right now. And keeps barking a little bit. Um, So if you hear it. Sorry, I don't, he's he's going to town. He thinks he's a lot bigger than he is as he sits here. He also has an anxiety marking problem, so he wears diapers. So like, <laughs> I don't know, watching a dog with a diaper bark at something doesn't really feel <laughs> as intimidating as he's going for. And to be fair, he is larger than most pugs. He has a bigger body. <laughs> he is a bigger bodied pug. I actually, I actually remember thinking that when we went to pick him up. And he was like the cutest little like chonk. And he I, was a chonk. But I remember seeing his parents and being like, oh, they're like bigger pugs. Like he's not gonna be a dainty buddy. He's gonna no. be a chonky boy. And that's boy B O I I I I. 
<laughs> it sure is. Right? Chunky yeah. boy. Yikes. Please don't ever do that again. I, I can't guarantee I won't, but I also didn't enjoy <laughs> it when I did it. So he's like, I let you fuck some other guy. Ugh. You're like, you were the dull girl next door. Like, did you really think you were special? Did you think you were my girlfriend? And she gets so pissed. She takes the cake from the cake tasting and throws it at him. Good for her. And then they get in a full cake fight in front of his, like, like he was there with some clients who were looking to buy this venue. She's there with Lauren and they're in a full on cake fight. <laughs> so to be clear, in Chelsea's notes, it says cake fight underlined with an exclamation point. But I swear to Christ, I thought it said cock fight. <laughs> Which is why I was laughing earlier. It was a flavor of the cake. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. What, what was your wedding cake flavor? Cock, Cock fight? fight? I have a lot of questions of what that flavor would be. Chicken. Ours, our wedding cake was chocolate orange. Oh, I like it. I love chocolate orange. I make yeah. a really excellent chocolate orange brownie, actually. Ooh, I accept. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't offer, just letting you know whenever the time presents itself, I accept. Noted. Um, so, the, yes, there's this whole cake fight. It, like, they get separated, and then, like, Wolf leaves. And then, like, it does cut to a scene where Wolf is like, shit, man, that got really out of hand. <laughs> I feel really bad for all the shit I did, but, like, what can I do now? And, like, it's, like, very, like, this, like, self-deprecating tone where he's, like, I'm, like, bad news, and I knew, like, she would ultimately leave me, so, like, I needed to, like, right. make she her— she deserves better. Yes, yeah, so, like, I need to, like, make her leave me before before she left herself, and then I was sad and alone. So, like, I feel better about how this played out this way, right? Ugh. So, um, then she's, like, crying on, on the roof afterwards, and, like, Liam comes up and, like, checks on her and is like, yeah, Tori called me because your boss called your roommate because, like— the venue called your boss because you got in a cake fight in their venue. Big yikes all right? around. And so she's just sitting there and she's like, he was so mean to me. Like, I can't believe these like, things that he said. Like, I'm I'm not going to waste another thought on like on Wolfric Stone. That feels like a lie. You are, you are correct. <laughs> Absolutely. You are correct. So like Liam like doesn't really respond outside of just like sitting there and like being encouraging and like being supportive. And then he asks her out on a date because he's like, I like, I really like you. I know this is like a weird time. I know this is a weird place. I really think I could be good for you. Like, will you please give me a chance? And so she says yes to going out on this date with Liam, even though like Mm. she's like, I feel like I'm going to be disappointed and I don't like it. Just wait. You might still be disappointed, but <laughs> but we're just going to prolong the disappointment. And Thanks, then also, buddy. like, her boss calls her and is like, you work so hard and you've never taken a break. So why don't you take a paid sabbatical for a little while? Because the cake fight indicates that you need a fucking moment. Also, what a generous bakery. I don't know if I've ever heard of, like, a baker getting a sabbatical. I mean, it is California. You right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the 23-year-old baker working so I'm like, yes, she's she's put in so many years to this. To, she's worked. So she needs hard. a sabbatical at 23, but that's just me being an asshole. <laughs> so she goes on this date with Liam. 
I'm like, bless it. It's it's so painful to read because he's so sweet. He cares so much. Like, mm. and she's just like not into it. And like he like tries to like like kiss her at one point, and she's like, it like made me nauseous and just like is really like I'm like struggling and like is like I'm sorry, like this this date isn't ending with a happy ending. Like this date is ending when we get back to our apartment. And he's like, the sweet angel baby he is. And it's like super understanding and realistic about it. So. I'm really sad. So she is like, I need to just like go and sort my thoughts out. And so she just like leaves the apartment building, like hops on a train and just like, isn't really thinking and just like wanders and wanders. And then gets off the train and walks and walks. And then it's like, I'm in a part of town I've never seen before. Luckily, it's a very affluent part of town. It's a very safe part of town. But she like walks and is like at this park and there's a fountain. And does she get in the fountain? I don't remember. She gets wet at some point. Does she fall I'm in? sure she does. <laughs> <laughs> that she does. Um, yeah, but I like, I don't remember if she fell into the fountain or if she thought it looked nice so she stepped into the fountain to cool off whatever but so she's like in this park and just like lost to her thoughts and being like oh no what am I gonna do and then suddenly she hears someone like what the fuck are you doing here and lo and behold like woof is there fuck that guy right and so he's like what in the actual like why are you here like and she's like why are you here and he's like well this is where I live. And she's like, I didn't fucking know that because you never invited me to your apartment. So like, how would I know you lived on this side of town? And then like, he starts being kind of flirty and is like, just like, come back to my apartment with me. Like, we'll talk about this. And she's like, no, I'm not going anywhere with you, you dick. And then like, it like escalates and he's like, no, like you are coming back with me. And so- Consent matters to everyone except Wolf, Well, but like, he gets very like- like, no, you're going to come home with me because I'm who you belong to. Like, Ugh. just this very, like, weird She possessive. Well, and, like, her dress got wet, and so then he, like, gives her his dress shirt to put over it, and then he's, like, very much just, like, I don't want anyone seeing what's mine, and she's, like, what do you mean what's yours? Because, like, you told me I was a naive slut and the dull girl next door and threw cake at me. And he's like, yeah, we were both at fault. And like the situation, she's like, I could have pissed on the floor of that venue and I would still be a less fault than for how you <laughs> handled that situation. Good for her. Right? And so then he's like, fuck this, like throws her over his shoulder and is like, you're coming back to my apartment with me. That's very caveman and we're not into it. Right? But then like, but as he's doing this, he's making like, there's this like tension, this push and pull where he's like, I'm like, I'm no good for you. I'm a bad man. And just like, she's like, oh, what? And so then they have a heart to heart and they like start to have some like real breakthrough conversations because she's realizing like, oh no, he just like did that to self-sabotage because he thinks he's not good for me. And so like, she's like very willing to just like readily accept him back. And because he's definitely going to be disappointed. <laughs> so, well, and so like, when they were in the park, he was like, I have like a 8 a.m. conference call tomorrow morning. I can't be out all night. Just come the fuck home with me. It's like they stay up late all night talking and like engaging, like reconnecting and like really clearing the air between them. And then when she wakes up, he's there and like walks in with coffee for her. And she's like, I thought you had a conference call. And he's like, no, I'm where I need to be. Like, this is more important. And so they like have this very long reunion. It's they decide that like they're together and moving forward. And so then I don't know if it's that day or the next day, but at some point he's like, Hey, like I got to go. I have a business meeting I need to make it to, but like, it's just like 
a investment I need to clear up and then I'll be back. Like this shouldn't take long. It'll only be a couple hours. Cool, cool, cool. He's like, will you be here when I get home? And she's like, yep, absolutely. I'm not going anywhere. And so then while he's gone, she starts to feel really guilty about Liam. And so she's like, I need to go talk to Liam and clear the air and just like explain and like not leave him out of no man's land. Like I owe him that. Some closure. Exactly. (coughs) For my poor, sweet, precious Liam. (laughs) True. And so Katia is like, all right, well, I, I can go to the garden and like have this conversation with with Liam before Wolf would even get back. So I'm going to go run and do that really fast. Oh, no. And is he at the garden with someone? <laughs> yes, it's not. Yes. I, don't, I don't think this is where you think it's going, though. Oh, no. Um, this is sad. about the part where if you don't want the ending of this book to be ruined for you, you should probably stop listening now and just go experience it for yourself. Um, But if you don't mind it being ruined, I'm going to continue. So she goes and Katya gets down onto the basement level where his offices are. And then she is through his office door. She is like hearing a conversation and then realizes it's Wolf and Liam in the same room talking and like being like, I got there first, like talking about this competition, like they were trading stories. And so then you hear Liam be like, well, fine. Like I'll, if you don't tell her, I will. And so then like Katya's like standing outside the door, like what the fuck, like trying to process what all has been happening. And um, Liam calls her to be like, if, cause he'd been like, if you don't tell her, I will. And so then her phone starts ringing and like, they hear it. And then she opens the door. She's like, I would have answered, but like, I'm here. And then she realized, so um, Wolfric Stone goes under the name Richard Mason. (gasps) Wolfric Richard Ricky Stone Mason. Mason. Yep, we Mm. see. And so they were business partners all along. And (laughs) that's terrible. So when she dropped tacos off and his business partner was in the the bathroom, bathroom. Mm. it was who was there knowing who she was. And then she's realizing, like, they're like, no, like, well, no, it started when it started. It was just funny because, like, he saw you on the dating site. And then, like, we were kind of trading stories. And then she's like, oh, she was like, oh, so I fucked Liam on the club floor and we had anal. Then the next day, Wolf showed up to her bakery and like starts putting together all of these pieces. Mm. And then she also finds out that um, Masonry Management, who's a subsidiary of one of Wolf's companies, is her property management company. So then she's pissed that her oven still hasn't been <laughs> This entire time. Jesus Christ. Yes. Like she runs out and is like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And like, they follow her and they're like, we'll take you. We're, we're so sorry. Like, they're like, like, as she's like, so this is what you did. They're like, well, when you say it that way, it sounds really bad. So when I say what you did, it sounds bad. Yes. But like, and they're like, well, no, at some point, like stop becoming a game and it like stopped becoming fun. And we like both actually had feelings for you. And like, it became very real. And she's like, fuck both of you. 
I'm not into this. And then she's like, I'm, I'm out of here. And so Liam is like, I'll take you home. And the wolf is like, I'll drive you. And she's like, both of you need to get the fuck away from me. I'm not going anywhere with you. So then Jan the bouncer shows up. <laughs> Jam? Jan. J-A-N, not Jam. But honestly, that's an even better name. So Jan the bouncer shows up and he's like, y'all need to get the fuck away from her. Wouldn't and- it be Jan if it's a man? Only if he's Swedish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've never thought about it that way. Of all of the details, that is the I least really, important. I feel like on. you're getting caught up on the, the wrong details. <laughs> so Jan shows up and is like, y'all need to get the fuck away from her. And Please Le- tell me she ends up with Jan. <laughs> no, she does not. But Liam's like, I'm your boss. And he's like, I don't give a shit. Like, you're a deplorable human being. And if I see you talk to her again or like treat her like this, like, like I'm throwing bows. Or to quote Hannah, you're going to catch these hands. <laughs> I haven't heard you say it in a while. So just need to bring it full circle. Thank you. Um, so like Jan takes her home, drops her off with her roommate. She's still on the sabbatical from the bakery at this point. And is it paid? It is a paid bakery <laughs> sabbatical. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> right? I definitely have underestimated the baking industry if I knew I got a paid sabbatical <laughs> after a cake fight. Just saying. Not um, a cock fight. They're different. Not a cock fight. A cake fight. So... Jan <laughs> drops her off with her roommate, makes sure she's okay. <laughs> and then Katya like wakes up in the middle of the night and is like, fuck all this shit. And so she like puts on all this makeup and puts on like these like sluttier clothes mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. or just more revealing than Donna Karen, if yeah. you will. And Which then, is really any clothes. <laughs> right. That, it's a low bar. A <laughs> right. At one point she was like, someone's like, are you wearing that? She's like, it's J. Crew. <laughs> I'm like, girl. Ugh. Have some self-respect. No offense to J. Crew or Donna Karen. Y'all do great work for more specific audiences. We don't live like... I'm currently wearing an Alice Cooper t-shirt where he is biting the head off a bird and has blood dripping out of his mouth. So Donna Karen is not my aesthetic, in all fairness. No, it is not. <laughs> so she takes these like new sexy photos and then uploads them and reactivates her Eros dating profile. Good for her. And is like, I'm taking control of my life. And then her roommate walks out and is like, everything okay? She's like, yeah, let's go back to bed. And that's how the book ends on that cliffhanger. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not fucking kidding you. That is the end of Neighbors. Uh, (laughs) I hate that. Yep. When we stop recording, will you please tell me who she ends up with? I will. Thank you. Yes, I will. I will tell you. <laughs> or I could just review the second book, which I think is called Neighborhood. <laughs> there's Yikes. Neighbors, Neighborhood. Um, there's four. So the first two are clearing up this whole love triangle. Um, and then the third book is about the one she doesn't end up with and like their new love connection. Okay who is Wolf's assistant, is the main, like, yeah, is the love interest in that one. And then the fourth book is about Liam's twin and the roommate, Tori. Cool. With the human trafficking or whatever the fuck happens. They're (laughs) drug running. I don't fully remember something of that capacity. That's That's a review for a future time. So, yes, that is the cliffhanger. Of neighbors. I can't believe you just did that to me. The ultimate love triangle. That's honestly 
doesn't really feel like a love triangle. Like it's that's why I said it's kind of a love triangle and it's kind of not. Cause there are two dudes involved, but she's clearly like leaning towards Woof the entire time. It's like, oh, like there's a connection there. Like yeah, she views like I Liam as more of a best friend. Yeah. I hate that. But then ultimately both of them betrayed her. Yes, they did. But then, like, when you start to think through, like, a co- the conversation where Liam was, like, I knew, like, she'd, like, ultimately leave me. And I was, or, like, the conversation with Wolf where he was, like, I knew, like, mm-hmm. she'd ultimately leave me and, like, was, I'm no good for her. So I just, like, wanted to pull the plug before she could. And, like, that whole conversation and energy. <sighs> because then she's, like, no, like, I, like, I, w- I won't leave you. I'll fight for you. And then, like, all this shit happens. And then I'm, right. like, oh, damn, girl, you played yourself. She did. She did. So... Yeah, we'll have to review the next book at a future date and time. If I'm being completely honest, I feel like the second book could have been a novella instead of like a full book. Mm. Um, so there is that where I was kind of like, cool, this didn't. The second book feels like messier. Yeah, like we one. didn't have to do so much. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But um, so yes, it starts with a dating profile where she's wearing her very conservative clothing and ends up having anal in a sex club. And then it ends with her finding out two dudes have been playing her this entire time who are both super into her, but neither of them have been honest. And into her in different ways, clearly. Yes. Like they have, she has a very different relationship with Liam than she has with Wolf for sure. And I think that's a hard thing is like, oh, it's not a, it's not the same relationship, Mm -hmm. but like, Liam is just, like, very lovable. Yeah. And Wolf is very, like, hard. Yeah. But then also, like, the entire book kind of feels like it's leaning towards, like, she's like, oh, I just have this, like, innate connection. With Wolf. Yes. That's how you say it. Um, (laughs) Wolf. 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 Yeah, so she has, like, this full relationship. With him, but like when like, so, and I forgot to mention when she's overhearing their conversation, Liam is like, I saw her first and Wolf is like, she was my neighbor in childhood. So technically you didn't. And then when her phone starts ringing, like she opens the door and she's like, technically Wolf is right. We've been neighbors since I was five. So he has, he would have dibs. Like just this like really like shitty, like, like, Yes. I don't, I don't like that. Like, I don't, no, like women are not for dibs, dude. Like. I once had a dude, I like had, all right, I had this ex-boyfriend. We, we broke up and then like stayed in that like weird best friendship where like we weren't dating, but then like no one else could date either of us because we were still always together, but we weren't a couple. And so Mm -hmm. at one point someone had been like, oh yeah, well like you and whoever. And I was like, I oh, don't no, like we aren't a thing anymore. And they're like, what? You're not? And I'm like, no. And this fool literally went dibs to my face. And I was like, that is not how this works. If you are interested, that is not how we communicate that. You guys did like, no, consent matters. <laughs> God damn. Consent matters. You can't just call dibs. I didn't think I had to say that out loud in 2022. Jesus if, Christ. If ever there was a time you needed to say it out loud, it probably is 2022. <laughs> oh, God. Am I laughing or crying? Oh, that's fair. So, unfortunately, this, I feel like this one ended with a little bit more of a downer in this cliffhanger. <laughs> um, but we can circle back. 
in the future mm. if you guys would like to know what happens. If you're like, no, everyone in this book sucks. <laughs> I'm also not offended. And we don't have to, we don't have to venture back here. Yeah. Your feedback matters. Let us know, guys. Your feedback matters. Your feelings matter. You matter. <laughs> so on that note, we love you. Thanks for listening. Um, I guess really fast. We didn't. We didn't rate this one. Oh, so how many cupcakes? What flavor are the cupcakes? <laughs> oh, no. In the book, they were angel food cupcakes. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what are cock flavor cupcakes? <laughs> okay. I'm going to rate this book six and a half out of ten. No, not and a half. I take back my half. Six. Six, six out of ten. Cock flavored cupcakes. <laughs> a solid 60%. But what kind of frosting? Oh god. <laughs> I don't even want to think. <laughs> like what kind of what kind of frosting goes with cock? Cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I hated everything about that. Holy shit. Um, I hate you right now. Chocolate frosting. I don't is know, that's better? worse. There's no win here. You wrote anal with an underline and an exclamation point. It can't be chocolate frosting. Um, it also, yeah, you know, it can't be a lot of things. <laughs> it can't be vanilla for obvious reasons. But do we want cream cheese? No. So what? We don't have vanilla or chocolate uh, or cream cheese. Strawberry. Maybe a nice meringue. <laughs> we just put a meringue on top. We'll go with the meringue. Tell me about the cock-flavored cupcakes with meringue. It's six out of ten. Is it? I'm so ready to be done with this. Five and a half. Five and a half cock-flavored cupcakes with meringue. Yo, my cheeks hurt so bad. I can't. And on that note, we love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us for this. Um, what, what frosting flavor would you choose? <laughs> we love you guys so much. Thank you. And good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>